You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. to the moment that you've all been waiting for right here at the Ready at 27. You don't sound excited. But remember earlier on I was telling you that being at the First Love Church on a Sunday is better than being at any freshers rave or freshers drink up. Mm-hmm. How many of you have seen some flyers on your campus? And then we're trying to entice you. Yeah, but you're here in church today by the grace of God. You don't have a hangover. You're not in somebody's bed. Amen. But you're in the house of God. How many of you were here last week when we heard that faith is precious? Do you know that faith is precious? One of the things that really touched me was when Bishop Richard said that the summation of your whole life is your faith. Amen. So everything that exists in your life is attributed to what you believe in. And I believe that today we're about to hear something that will stir up our faith and make us stronger. Amen. So with a shout on to Jesus, once again, let's welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard. Receive your miracle. Beautiful. Let us pray. 
Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we welcome you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for the precious Holy Spirit who will walk with us, teach us, guide us, lead us, and ensure the will of God is done. Father, do your will amongst us. Bless us as we are here in your presence, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, God bless you. You can put your hands together if you feel like happiness. And then you may take your seats. You may take your seats. God bless you. Well, today I believe I have three quick things I want to share with you. So, mention briefly, then we move on, okay? It's like three faith points or nuggets or points or happiness. Okay. Are you enjoying our messages on faith? Is your faith growing? Are you becoming faith people? Yes. You have to apply faith in every aspect of your life. Every area. You're going to write an exam. Exam operate by faith. Yes. Everything moved by faith. You're applying for jobs. Faith. Everything you do. It's your faith that works. You know the Bible says that faith works. You know faith works. Yes. Your faith is going to work. So faith will work for you. Okay, so faith works. And so you have to be using your faith. I think it's last week that I read scriptures to you that says that the just shall live by his faith. You know, the two other verses says that the just shall live by faith. And I tell that my favorite is the just shall live by his faith. That's Habakkuk 2.4. The just shall live by his faith. Because every one of us have we have our own faith that we use. Your faith is who you are and what you are. The things you do, the things you don't do, is your faith. It's based on your faith. You do as much as you believe. You flow as much as you believe. You um, attempt things as much as you believe. So your believing is what makes you do things. It's your believing. It's what you believe in. What you believe is what makes you do or not do. When you believe you do, you don't believe you don't do. Yes. Because the just is living by his faith. The, the, the summary of your life again is your faith. How much faith you have? How much faith you don't have? Do you have, do you have faith in heaven that there's heaven? There's heaven that we are going to heaven, that you must go to heaven, that you must prepare yourself for heaven. Because our life here on earth is a preparation for heaven. So, again, your faith. If you really believe that there's heaven, you live in a certain way. The scripture says that because we have this hope, we purify ourselves. Yes. There's a certain hope that makes you Purify yourself. In other words, live a pure life because you are preparing yourself for the hope of heaven. For the hope of heaven. 
for the hope of heaven. So because of this hope, we purify ourselves. We live in a certain way. We conduct ourselves in a certain way. So the just shall live by his faith. By his faith. His faith is defining his life. His faith is defining who he is. His faith is making him live, conduct every, everything. Everything that you do, you can't separate yourself from your faith. Either you, either you have some faith or you don't have any at all. So you see people who don't have it at all, they are like, they are like, they are what we call unbelievers. We don't believe, like they don't believe in anything. There's no faith, there's nothing. So your faith is actually your life. Your faith is actually your life. Or your life is your faith. Your life, your life that we see, your life that we see now, you are living your life based on your faith. Your life that you have, the things you do, the things you don't do, the things you try, the things you don't try, is actually an expression of your faith. As you are living, you are expressing your faith. You are showing what you believe in. You are showing what you do. If I, if I say, let's start a church. Let's start a second service. Let's start a third service. Let's go here for a program. That I am living out my faith. It means that I believe that. I believe that let's do this is going to yield certain results. So the works, the works of a man are actually his faith. That's what the scripture, that's what the scripture says, that faith without works is dead. The absence, the absence of the works takes the life out of your faith. It's like faith, faith becomes inactive when there are no works. Because we judge, we judge your faith, your faith level, the existence of faith, the presence of your faith by what you are doing. By what you are doing. By what you are, that's what the scripture says, by this hope we purify ourselves. It's like by this faith, by what we believe in, by our expectation, we conduct ourselves in a certain way because we know that there is a heaven. There is a heaven. There is heaven. There is heaven. And there is hell. I believe there is heaven. I believe there is hell. So I wouldn't like to do anything that would take me to hell. I would like to do things that would take me to hell. And I believe there are crowns in heaven. I believe there are crowns in heaven. So, I'm not just interested in savings, savings here in HSBC, but I'm interested in savings in heaven. That I might get in crowns there. And I'm actually more interested in savings in heaven. Because that is where, that is where we spend eternity. Forever. Our time in heaven, in heaven, or wherever you find yourself, I hope heaven. Our time in heaven is far longer than the 70 years here. Already look at your age. You feel you've been around for a long time. Can you, can you imagine living somewhere forever? Why, why don't you want to prepare? Your little accommodation you got for university. Look at the, the shopping you are putting in. I, I was I was um, I was picking one of my children up um, from school, from the university, as this child was packing out of the accommodation. There was another woman who had parked her car next to my car. 
and I and the trips. She was there before I came. When I got there, her car was full already. And she kept going and coming, going. I finished packing. And she was still, look, at a point she realized what was happening. She couldn't help it. She said, she said to me, it's a, she said to me that it's as if when they, when they move in, the things grow in their rooms, isn't it? <laughs> because her child has really shopped into that room. And you know, you know the size of your rooms. Has really shopped and bought things. Look, it was endless, endless packing, endless, endless packing. Different things. You see her, you see her, then you see, you see him. It was a him too. You see him. Follow him. This one is guys, this one. I mean, what things? I said, I think to myself, wow. Just few. Few, let, let me not say a few years, few days, a few few days in the university. University is actually in days. In days you finished. A few days you realize it's over. I remember when I went to first year. <laughs> Do you remember when I went to first year? You are not born, you see. But you remember when you went to first year? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No one you went to first year, isn't it? Yes. Today you are working. You're a worker, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But she remembers when you went to first year. Also remember when you went to first year. Yes. Today she's a worker. I'm sure I'll be attending her wedding soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you say? My Remember, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yes. yes. I also remember following you up on, on Instagram. <laughs> shopping you've done amount of shopping you don't you, you don't even know where you will live yet but you've shopped you've bought things you've bought things you don't you don't know where you will live you you, you don't you don't know where you will live but you have shopped and you keep and you keep shopping you keep telling yourself i'll need this i'll need this i'll do this i'll do this i'll do this for my husband i'll do this my husband will like this i did it like that you keep buying things you don't know the location, but you are shocked. How much more heaven that you are going to spend forever? I mean, forever and ever and ever. How much more heaven? Shouldn't we prepare? Shouldn't you have more, more things there that you are going to use? Yes. If you are going to wear a crown every day, then you, have, you, must, have, you must have an infinite number. Of crowns, endless number, countless. Because when we see you heavy, you are not wearing a crown. We we'll wonder how did you get here. We we'll ask 
how come how come you were bo- you were bald on earth and you are bald in heaven too how did you how come you've come here no crown you see how people people change shoes shoes jeans different things in heaven will be changing crowns and you see some of the crowns when you see the crown you know what type of crown it is you know this is a crown that I, I give it to people who were shepherds on earth yes and then there will be a day where we'll be wearing crowns of overcoming temptation so when it is it is temptation day crown and then you you come bold you say why did you overcome anything at all on earth did you overcome anything did you overcome anything yes yes it's called it's called the crown of life i feel this crown will look it will look special the crown of life for the man that endureth temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the lord has promised so you can imagine how many crowns of life do you have Today we have said today today is crown of life day so everybody you see on the streets of gold is wearing a crown of life some some may have about a, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean i don't think i want a lot because i don't want a lot of temptations isn't it yes. but, Why, do you like problems? No. no. I don't like problems. I'm just like it. But you see, I don't know. I don't know what it will look like. Whether there will be a particular star or a particular gem or something in it that shows that this is this is a crown of life. So when you have it, so maybe you see someone with a lot of crowns of life on that day. You say, man, this guy has been through a lot and survived. That he has survived. He survived it because each time you survive it, there's a crown that is prepared for you. So you have to be preparing for heaven. And then we see you. You just have one crown of life. We say, why? Is this that you fell? All the temptation you fell, or what? You only survived one. Even Joseph, jo- I mean Joseph will be there will tell them, look, I survived the Egyptian girl. I survived the Egyptian you, you didn't survive anything. Why didn't you survive anything? How come you didn't survive? <laughs> yes. You haven't been to Egypt before, you see. You should go to Egypt to see what an Egyptian girl looks like. Yes, when Joseph says that he survived an Egyptian girl. And you are falling for a girl from um, where? I don't want to mention any country. I don't want to mention any country. (laughs) So, the first thing I want to share with you today, the first thing I want to mention... (laughs) <laughs> oh, you want me to mention a country? No, you to think about a country. Think about a country. 
You can think of any country where you, you've, I don't know where you've been. Yes. But your faith is like a determinant of your status, you know, of who you are. So my, my first thing I want to say is that, is my first point today is faith is the trigger for the supernatural. Faith is the trigger. That is the thing that sets off supernatural experiences, encounters, and events in your life. It's your faith. It's your faith that will trigger supernatural things. Don't live a life where you don't believe in the supernatural. Believe in the supernatural. Expect supernatural. Supernatural is natural, but it's super. Yes. 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 So you will see if it's if it's if it's if it's money, you will see that oh okay, I mean it's normal somebody can say that okay, maybe I'm paying for your meal for you today or this. But suddenly you see that no, it's not an ordinary thing. It's a it's a real it's a real blessing that you wake up and somebody is blessing you financially. You see that this one, that's why you say this one, it is supernatural. This one, it's supernatural. God has touched someone's heart to do something for you that might cost perhaps thousands of pounds. But they say, okay, I'll do it for you. That is supernatural. So you need things that are beyond the natural, though it is natural. And you have to believe, you have to believe in it. You have to believe in it. You have to, be, you have to believe in angelic encounters angelic encounters where you meet you know i once i visited i visited some uh, some missionaries and when i looked at their state i just said to them that pray pray for an angel pray that god will send an angel to you pray that god because they had something that needs to be solved but they don't seem to be able to be breaking through i said pray for an angel for god to send an angel and then suddenly they said to me that they've met this uh, lady who is a native of that country. She has led them into every office and everywhere and sorted everything out for them. So I said, I said, I asked them, is she in the church? Is she a church member? They said, Oh no. She said she's been transferred to some other country. So she's left the country. I said, You met an angel. You experienced an angel. She did everything she had to do and she left the country. She left the country. It's a it's supernatural input. You have to expect supernatural things. But it takes your faith to trigger supernatural things. Everything, everything is not going to be... You can't acquire everything by the sweat of your face. You need angelic assistance. You need angels in your life. You need divine encounters and divine experiences. You need, you need things that you will say that this is God. This one, God is moving in your life. You need to suddenly see this is not how things happen naturally or ordinarily. But suddenly things are happening in your life. Something that you believe, you are believing God for, you've been praying for, you don't even know how it would come. But your faith will trigger that thing. Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 9. Yes. 
Some of you have people in your life who are like angels. You don't even, you haven't even realized that they are angels. Matthew 9, are you there? Verse 28. It says that when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And what did they do? And Jesus saith unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this. They said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touch he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. You see, you shouldn't live your life without miracles. Miracles. You see, that's why we have testimonies. You see, this service must be filled with testimonies. People must have testimonies every Sunday we meet. We must have te- we must have testimonies that we don't even have time to listen to the for, to the testimonies. Because your faith will trigger the supernatural. It will trigger the God's intervention that God will step into your life. You'll be telling us that you were disqualified from this thing, but somehow, somehow, you've been invited into it. I was here in church. I was here in church when someone said to me, it was a Sunday, I'm sure perhaps around this time, on a Sunday, when someone said to me that, they've gone for an interview. She said she went for the interview. She was told, she had received a response that you were not successful. It didn't work. Sunday evening like this. Sunday evening. I was here. Sunday evening. And she told me that. Look. I've just got a call. I said, you've got a call from where? She said, you remember the interview I told that I went and they said, no, it didn't work at all. I'm not good. She said, I've just got a call from those people. It, it was not an interview from, for a corner shop job. Corner, not, for, not corner shop. No, corner shop. No. It's an interview from a bank. I don't think I'm allowed to mention the name of the bank. But it's an interview from a bank. Yeah, fine protocol. Mm. Yes. He said, Sunday, he said, I've just got a call from the bank. They said, they said, they said, I said, so what did they say? Are they still telling you that uh, next time was? He said, no. They said, I have got the job and I should start. And I said, so when I go to start? They said, I should start work tomorrow. That is on Monday. I should start work. So the question is, you have to ask yourself that, which angel went to work on Sunday? And he's sitting there and he's making phone calls. Making phone calls on Sunday evening, calling people to come to work that they've got a job. Who is sitting there? Who is sitting there on the Sunday evening making phone calls that you have got the job that we said you don't have it. We have decided that you have it. So come, and then when should you come to work? Come to work tomorrow. It is yours. May you receive angelic supernatural experiences. Ah. I believe in God that supernatural experiences will be common in your life. Show me Matthew chapter 9 verse 22. 
Faith triggers the supernatural. You see, there are people who live their lives like, it's like, you know, I only have what I've worked for. It's like, it's okay, this is what I've worked for. That's, that's all. It's like, I worked, I've labored, I've really sweated it out for this. It's like, that is it. Anything that I have, I thank God for the strength and the might that he has given me. Thank God for the strength and the might and the intelligence and the whatever that he's given you. But also thank God for his interventions. For doing things that are beyond you. That are beyond your ability and beyond your strength. He says that, but Jesus turned. Jesus turned him about. And when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. But you see, Jesus is explaining to her what has happened, how she has been made whole. Somebody who has been unwell for a long period. You have been made whole by your faith. You know that song, what's that you've got in your hands? It's like, it's like, it's as if when God wants to do something for us or when we are working with God, he's wondering, what do you have? What do you have? You, what do you have? You too, what do you have? And you too, what do you have? And what do you have in your life and what do you have in your hands? What do you have? God is always, what do you have? When you have your faith, he takes your faith and works a miracle for you. That's why he's explaining to her that what has made her whole is her faith. Her faith is what has made her whole. That, that she has believed. She has believed. And you see, when Jesus was not happy with some people too, he said, he said, he said to them, he said, to them, oh ye of little faith. He said that in Matthew chapter 6. He said, oh ye of little faith. It's like, it's like, is that all you can expect? Is that all you want in this life? What you eat, what you drink, what you wear. Is that, is that, is that all that you live for? Is that all that you have to pride yourself? What I said, that thing, that thing you need is little for so it's like it's like it triggers little things. It causes little things to happen. He's looking for people whose faith would change, would change their destiny. May you experience destiny changing faith. But you're believing God. Next time, next time you are going to do something. Tell God that, God, I believe. I really believe. And you see, are you listening to me? You won't do anything unless you believe it. Yes. You won't try. You won't apply for things. You won't ask for things unless you believe you'll get it. Unless you believe you'll get it. And the, the gap between you and the thing that you are dreaming about is your faith. It's your faith. Those are some things become like wishful thinking. You just wish for it and then you leave it there. It's like, it's like a wish list. I think some shops have some things that you, 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 for your wish list, isn't it? Yes. It's called what? Add to the wish list. Add to wish list. Yes. Add to wish list. Somebody has been shopping. <laughs> yes. 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 Add to wish list. So just add to the things that you wish you, wish you have. But what I'm sharing with you today is something more and greater than things you are wishing for. If I'm believing God for church growth, then I'm expecting I'm expecting this room to be filled to be filled to capacity. If now we have two said I'm, I'm believing God that it should be filled twice. 
there must be there must be pressure for us to to be forced to have a third service yes so now i have to use my faith to trigger the supernatural to trigger the souls the souls and the lives to be brought into the church to be established in christ I have to use my faith. And when I'm using my faith, what will I do? What will I do? I'll create the time and the room and say, let's have church. Let's have church. Let's have church. Because I was in church somewhere. I was in church preaching. I was preaching three times every Sunday in a church. Yes. In a cathedral. And I said, no. I'm going to try another church. Let's try another church. How does somebody get saved? It's a supernatural thing. But it has to be triggered by, therefore you're having a service. Therefore there's an altar call. There's a church. There's a place we've met. And we all sit in there. Yes. It's a blessing from God. If you move, you see the supernatural. May you see the supernatural in your life. May you see the supernatural in your life. I said, may you see the supernatural in your life. Your faith will trigger the supernatural. I told you I had three, three things for you today. Yes. So let me control myself on the supernatural. Let me not get too excited. Yes. But I pray you have supernatural experiences. Yes. I think, I think you should. I think you should have supernatural experiences. That things are happening. Things are happening. God is doing things. God is working in your life. Exam results will be supernatural. Yes. Beloved results will be supernatural. Especially for the sisters. You'll be whispering to your friend. Do you know he proposed? He said it. He said, I didn't think he would, but he has. I didn't think, I didn't think he would. I didn't think he liked me that much. I know we are friends. I know we are okay. We talk all the time, but I didn't think. But you use your faith by responding to his WhatsApp messages. You use your faith by answering his phone calls. With the sweetest of voices. Yes. Even when you are asleep and he calls, taking a deep breath. And then change the key of your hello. You have to change the key. You can't use. Are you listening to me? You can't use the same key you used to answer your mom's phone call. You see, one of my one of my daughters, one of my daughters. You see, I can't tell you story. I can't be preaching. You say uh, one of my sons because I have one son, so so, so I always have to keep on the daughter's side because you can't tell which one. So, one of my daughters. Anytime I see her, like that, she's on the phone. I can, I can say, you're talking to mommy, isn't it? You're talking to mommy. If, I, if, you, if you look, you won't have access to my phone, but if you look at my phone, if you look at my phone, my, uh, what do you call that thing? Wallpaper. Yes, my wallpaper 
is her talking to her mom. Yes. Her facial expression, everything. And she was saying, she was saying, I think she has been asked a question, and she was saying, just when I got my thing ready to record that, that bit, because I got a short, I was very fast and I got it. She was being asked, have you done something? She was saying that I have. So you see, we're standing in a shop. You see her with the phone and she says, I have. <laughs> Is it? You can't, you can't talk to your beloved like that. You can't, you can't be saying to your beloved, I have. Hey! Hey! Is that how to talk? Yes! You have to, you have to, you have to modulate. You have to modulate. You have to go up one key higher. Yes. You have to be exciting. If he says, are you asleep? The answer should never be yes. Because you are awake. And you are not lying. You are awake. You are not asleep. You are not asleep. Every time my wife calls me, she, she asks me, uh, are you on the phone? And I always say yes. Then she'll say, oh, who with? I mean, it's like, so she, she's still, she's good. I say, she'll say, who is? I say, ah, but with you, you're talking to me on the phone. I'm with you. I'm on the phone with you. Yes, I'm on the phone with you. Yes, revelation has come. Yeah. Judita, modulate, modulate, modulate. Yes. Modulate. You have to modulate the hello. And you have to keep it at that key. And then when you are ending the conversation, then you go one key up again before you end. You go one key up with laughter. Yes. Because you, you, you have to sound excited, excited and happy all the time. Never a boring moment. Never a boring moment. Not that, oh, today her moods have come. What moods? You don't have, even, even if you have moods, it's your brothers who should see it. He shouldn't see it. By the time he discovers and he tells your brothers that, your sister is very, but that's how she's been all day. Oh, I didn't know. Why should you know? You don't live with her. Why should you, should you know? You don't have to know. Are you getting some wisdom keys? Yes. Whether you're in the mood, you say, hello. Hello. They just say, oh gosh, I was just thinking about you. Man. Which is true. Which is true. You are thinking about him. You are thinking and hoping. Who else do you think they think about? They think about you. Hmm? Ethan. <laughs> Look, my next gadget, my next point. <laughs> Uh, 
No, leave Ethan alone. Leave Ethan alone. Don't worry him. The next point is that faith, faith brings glory into your life. Faith brings glory into your life. You see, God is glorified when supernatural things happen. God is glorified. When the, impos- when the impossible is made possible, it gives glory to God. It gives glory to God. And that's the, that's the glory that comes into your life. That the beauty, the beauty of God, the beauty of the power of God has been made manifest by a miracle and by experience. And it is triggered by your faith. Anytime you see a miracle, anytime someone shares a testimony, you see, you see they, you say, we want to thank God. We want to thank God for what he has done. We want to thank God for what he has done. We want to thank God for what he has done. For how he has preserved, how he has saved. This morning I was watching a service, someone was sharing a testimony. Her testimony, her testimony was that God has saved her from armed robbers. Armed robbers. Robbers who are armed. There are some robbers who are not armed. And then there are robbers who are armed. So it's two different things. Armed robbers. And she was saying that in the neighborhood in which she lives in, armed robbers came around 3 a.m. They robbed the house next door. The house two doors away this way. And then the house, then they were skipped. And then the house this way. The houses were robbed with armed men. And they were left. So she's standing Sunday morning in her church giving a testimony that God has preserved us. God has exempted us from calamity and from trouble. And she said, after everything was over and they, they went to their gates to go and check, they realized that that night of all nights, which is just about a week ago, they had not locked their, their gates. And that was the day that the armed robbers skipped their home and went to the next door. You shall also escape trouble. Yes. You will escape it. But you see, these are the things that bring glory to God. This is where you see that God has been with you. God has preserved you. God has been watching over you. God has been preserving you. Yes. John. John chapter. May the glory of God be seen in your life. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. Try from somewhere in the middle. Verse 30, verse 35, where the story begins. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. Okay, verse 31. Are you here? Wow. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. You know when people lose loved ones and things, they go to the graveside. As and when they feel like it. Okay. 
Verse 32. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. It's like, it's like we've missed a golden opportunity to preserve the life of our brother. So if Jesus had come earlier, their brother wouldn't have died. But listen to Jesus. When Jesus saw, saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And said, where have ye laid him? He said, where, where, is the, where is the burial ground? Take me to the cemetery. Let's go to the cemetery. If your pastor comes to your house and things are so bad, and the pastor says that, let's go to the place and find a solution. We shall find a solution today. He said, he said, where have you buried him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. <laughs> come and see. Yes. John eleven thirty five. 35, the shortest verse. Jesus wept. Okay. Yes. It's a must know, isn't it? Okay. Then said the Jews, behold how he loved them. So when they saw him, Christ said, Jesus must really like this person who has um, passed away. Jesus must really like him. So as he's crying, he said, look how he loved him. Look how he loves him. You cry when you lose your loved ones, isn't it? Yes. Look, look how, look how. So it means that when you don't cry, what does it mean? You don't like the person? Hmm. He said, behold, I love. Verse 37. And some of them said, could not this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died. You see how people talk? You see how people talk? It's like if there's a God, if there's a God, why do we have all these problems in the world? Jesus therefore again, groaning himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he has been, he has been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Said I not unto thee, that if thou Wouldest is wouldest first. If thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. This evening I'm telling you, if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Anything you believe in, you will see the glory of God. If only you will believe. If only you believe. If only you believe. That one I, I can't do it for you. If only you will believe. If you will believe that the thing that you want will happen, you will see the glory of God. When it happens, you see, when the miracle happens, when the change happens, what I need you to understand is that you are staring at the glory of God. It means God has done something in your life. It means God has moved in your life. It means God has worked in your life. When you, when you believe, you will see the glory of God. Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, 
thou shouldest see the glory of God. What are you believing for? Are you believing for anything? Or you are just, you are just living? You are just living, you are just living a hard life. No God. Hard life. Working hard for everything. If you will go on your knees and pray, that is somebody who believes. You know, I realize that this is, I notice people when they are praying, who, people who kneel down when they are praying. Yes. I was in the service and I said, let's pray. And I saw someone kneel down and I said, this is the second time I've seen this lady kneel down when it gets to prayer. She kneels down. She kneels down when she's praying. I, it just, it just, I just felt that God will answer this girl's prayer. God will bless this girl. God will bless her. This is, this is someone who, be, is it this, it's like someone who believes that I've come to the presence of God. I am, I am really talking to someone great and somebody greater. I need to bow down before him. Yes. She kneeled. She kneels down when she's praying. She kneels down. She kneels down gently. She kneels down. And then she begins to pray. Yes. Begins to pray. If you will believe, you will see the glory of God. If you will believe, you will see the glory of God. If only you will believe, you will see the glory of God. If you will believe. If you can, if you, if you can believe. If you can believe. Your huge problems, the mountains in your life can be removed. If only you can believe that with God, all things are possible. You will see the glory of God. May you see the glory of God. I said, may you see the glory of God. Whatever you are waiting for, may you get a good response. Whatever you are trusting God for, may you get a good response. May the response be good. May the response make you happy. May the response make you dance. I don't know whether you people have started celebrating and rejoicing over things that God has done for you in your life. You see, you have to, you have to celebrate important events in your life. Yes, you have to celebrate important events. Like, like, those, like those of you who graduated from whatever. You have to, you have to call your friends somewhere and have, have if like a party, be happy. A godly one. When you get there, why are we here? You have to make a speech. You have to make a speech. Unless you are presumptuous and you feel everything will happen anyway or this will happen. You have to make a speech that, look, I didn't think. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God that I'm standing here today. That I got a 2-1. I got this. It's the, it's the blessing of God. Yes. You have to learn how to give glory to God. It's not just your birthday that you gather around chicken wings. Yes. There are a lot of things that God did. Look, Rochelle, since you qualified as a doctor, you've not invited me to a party. That Mr. Bishop, I'm a, I'm a doctor now. I'm a doctor. After God has taken me through. Here I am. So, Mr. Bishop, can you come? Even if you can't stay with us, can you just come and say opening prayer? When you finish opening prayer, you will see there's some wings on the table. You can take one or two and then... <laughs> you can go so we start dancing yes find a reason to celebrate your God to celebrate your God to celebrate your God yes find reasons 
to celebrate your God. Find reasons to celebrate your God. Let it be known amongst you that you celebrate God. When God does something for you, you celebrate it. You have, you have a feast to say, God has done it. God has done it. God has done it. And you will trigger more things in your life. May the glory of God be seen in your life. Yes. We are, we, when I got born again, there was a song they, they used to sing. We will celebrate our God. We will celebrate our God. Let his banner be raised. Let his glory be seen. We will celebrate our God. Those are the time we used to dance like this. Yes. You have to be able to do like an angel. See, we used to dance like angels. These days, I don't know what you dance like, but we used to dance like angels. Yes. Yes. We used to dance like, we used to, we used to hop and wave our hands and bring it down. Yes. This I don't know what you dance like. We just... <laughs> okay. Finally for today, finally for today, my third point for today. Yes. May the banner of God be raised in your life. Yes. You have to raise this banner that God is giving you victory upon victory. May your life be littered with victories from God. May God give you victories. I prophesy and I pray over your life. May you see victories in your life. May there be victories, victories in your life. I feel somebody here is going to experience a series of victories. Receive it. Yes. Yes. Somebody here has been handed a license of victories. Yes. Yes. Life, whoever you are, watch it. Life will become easier for you. Yes. The passage, the passage. I hear the word passage. Your passage into things shall be easier than it has ever been. You move on, you move on from glory to glory. From higher place to higher place. You move on with ease. Before, before today, it has been difficult. But now, it's going to be easy. Yes. My final point for today. Take your seat. Let me give you my last point. Yes. God is doing it. I'm telling you. We are laughing, but God is moving. Hmm. Is this, is this my final point or last part one? Okay, depending on the time. Hmm. Faith, faith, is the pressure that you apply. Faith is the pressure that you apply. No pressure, no faith. Faith people are pressure people. <laughs> yes. They are applying pressure. You encounter a faith man, heaven feels the pressure. Heaven knows that there's a faith person on the move. Faith is the pressure you apply. Pressure. 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 <laughs> if you are children, you will know. Some of the children know how to get things. 
Yes. And some are, some are, some are understanding. And you are, you are secretly happy with the understanding ones because they don't ask for anything. If you give them, they will say thank you. But there are those who give pressure. Hey, I'm telling you. They will give pressure and they will get. Because pressure works. Pressure works. Pressure works. There are always differences in the children. Always differences. You will see in your children, remember, when you give birth. Yes. You remember that I told you. That there are always differences. There are those that are, are they're okay. They'll ask. I mean, if it's really urgent, they'll ask. And then you give them. No pressure. Don't give you pressure at all. And you are secretly happy. Yes. But there are those. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I was there the other day. One of them sent me a... a should I tell them? <laughs> okay, I won't tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You see, the, the message was, the message was, Daddy, let's be twins. And I was wondering, I was wondering, look at my age, look at your age. How do we become, how do we become twins at this, at this stage? Then following that was something that this person wants. So it's like, get one for yourself and get one for me. That was the message. Yes. Daddy, let's be twins. And I was wondering, how can we become twins? What, what am I? Am I supposed to become younger, or you are supposed to get older? But not many minutes after, another thing came. A picture came. Picture. A picture came. He said, "Get this one for yourself, and then get one for me. That is twinning." <laughs> So, look at Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, verse 32. The scripture says that, and he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. Take me earlier to see what the person had done. The person who had touched him. Are you there? Pressure, 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 pressure. Pressure people are getting things. Pressure people are breaking through. Pressure people are being blessed. Pressure. I mean pressure. Pressure. You see, I don't want you to get to heaven and discover that if only you had asked, you would have got. Yes. I don't want you to get to heaven and discover that there are so many things that could have happened in your life, but just that you didn't pray, you didn't ask for it. The only reason why you don't have it because you didn't ask. That's what the scripture says. You have not because you ask yeah. not. That's, that, is the, that is Bible. You ask not because you have not because you ask not. I don't want you to get to heaven and, and see things that you could have had. But you don't have because you didn't ask. Hey. Let's go back to Mark chapter 5. I'm even going to start asking things. Asking for things. Yes. A certain, a certain woman, a certain woman, a certain woman which had an issue of blood. 12 years. 12 years. 
and had suffered many things of many physicians. You see these GPs? And has spent all that, has spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Some of the professions, I don't want to mention their names. When you go and see them, you come back worse. Don't, I don't want to mention which other, there's a particular one. If that thing has never disturbed you before, never go for anybody to look at anything. Before they are drilling it. <laughs> and tell you that they've seen something. That is it. You see yourself every four weeks you are sitting there. Hmm. Have you mentioned anybody's name? Yes. If she didn't get better, she got worse. They poked her, examined her, did everything, everything, everything. When she heard of Jesus, when you hear of Jesus, make a move. Yes. Next time you hear of Jesus, make a move. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. I shall be whole. I don't know know what the voice of faith is telling you about a particular situation. That maybe if I try one one more time, I'll be okay. Or maybe if I pray, I'll be okay. Or maybe if I make a phone call, I'll be okay. Or if I send an email, I'll be okay. What is your faith telling you? Hers is telling her that if I touch his clothes, I shall be whole. If I apply that pressure, if I get close and I try, I'll be okay. What is your faith telling you? How are you feeling about your faith? What is your faith saying to you? Are you hearing anything from God at all? She is hearing if I touch, if I can touch, if I can touch like this, I'll be okay. What is your faith telling you? Is it telling you to give up or is it telling you to try again? Is it telling you to give up or is it telling you that, look, it will work, it's going to work? Because something looks as if it's not working, but it's the faith I said that it will work. It will work. Yes, it will work. It's going to work. Yes. There was somebody sitting here. Where's the person? Hmm. Hmm. Verse 29. Mm. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Let's not discuss this one. Let's move to verse 30. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Yes. He felt virtue has gone out. And the disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee and seest thou who touched me. (laughs) You see these people are always explaining things away. And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all. 
the truth. You will come and testify in church. Amen. Yes, that God has done it for you. Amen. That God has done it. So a little pressure, a little pressure. Pressure is the sign of a man of faith. That I'm going to try. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I'm, this thing that I've not done before, I've not seen anybody do before, I'm going to try it. It will work. Yes. I'm going to witness to that soul. This, this hardened guy, this guy who looks so hardened, I'm going to witness to him. He will be saved. He will be saved. If you see a little girl like you, you can say, excuse me, can I talk to you? He'll be looking down at you. But as you speak, the power of God, the power of God will envelop him. You haven't seen a big man crying before, you see? You see a big man, but you see him cry. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. But it's your faith that will trigger it. When you attempt again to try, to try and try. I think I want to skip to my real last point today, which is faith is not in a hurry. Faith is not in a hurry. Wow. No pressure, no miracle. You're too cool. You're too cool. The phlegmatism is working too much. Yes, you're too cool. Too cool, too cool. Too cool, too slow. Too relaxed. Yes. Too chilled. You need, you need red eyes. You need red eyes. To advance. You need to say, no, no, it must change. No, it's going to change. There are some situations in your life you have to be angry at. You have to be angry at the situation. And say, no, this thing has to go. No, this thing has to go. I'm not going to live with this thing. I go, you've got to go. You've got to disappear. You can't stay with me. I'm not staying with you. I'm not living with you. You've got to go. You're too cool. You're too cool with some things. So it's like even the people, someone who is even trying to help you, it's like the person is even more eager to solve a problem than you who has the problem. Yes. But look at this woman. You see, there has to be Christians that by the time we hear of the problem and the battles you've had, you've been through and it's resolved. Yes, you've been through. You've been through and it's resolved. You say, oh, what you're talking about is history. It's history. I say, you have to be able to say, I said to myself, no more, no more of this thing. No more of this, no more of this thing. And you know, we can't see your faith without works. It is what you do that will show that you are believing that it will change. Yes, it is what you do. It is what you do. It is what you do and what you will do. That is evidence that you really believe that you can do better or you can have better or you can get what you are desiring to get. Isaiah 28. Faith is not in a hurry. Faith is not in a hurry. Isaiah 28 verse 16 2816. Therefore saith the Lord God, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tri stone, a precious cornerstone, 
a sure foundation. Are you enjoying the reading of the scriptures? He that believeth shall not make haste. He that believeth does not make haste. He that believeth is not in a hurry. He is not in a hurry. Do you know what it means to be in a hurry? To be in a hurry is to go faster than you are supposed to. Because when you say someone is not in a hurry, it doesn't mean the person should also be slow. It means that, it means that keep your timing right. Keep your timing right. It means activate Ecclesiastes chapter 3 in your life. Move, move steadily, confidently at the pace that God is leading you. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. To be in a hurry is to go ahead of yourself. People go ahead of themselves. Somebody sent me a message the other day. What is that person? She said, she said, she said, she said, Bishop, I'm in trouble. I said, What have you done? She said, Bishop, I'm embarrassed. I said, What have you done? She said, Bishop, I've done something bad. I said, What have you done? Then she said, I've gone to propose to that brother. I said, Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. So to calm her down, to calm her down, I said, I asked, I asked, why is it a problem? Why is it a, why are you saying, why are you saying you're in trouble? Why is it a problem? You've only gone to propose to ever. I said, is he not your friend? Said, he's my friend. Do you like him? Yes, I like him. Do you, does he like you? Then she said, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Then I said, then I said to her, don't worry, don't worry, we'll find out, don't worry, we'll find out, we'll find out. I'm going to, I'm going to call certain places to find out whether there's any hope. The following day, she sent me a text and said, he said he doesn't like me. I said, I said to her, don't worry, you have escaped the person who really likes you is coming. Hey. And it is true. Why should you go out with somebody who doesn't like you? You are someone's queen. You are someone's queen. Your prince is coming. He will treat you like a queen. So, faith is not in a hurry. It is not slow. And it doesn't go ahead of itself. Because Ecclesiastes chapter 3 tells us that to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. There's a time for everything. There's a time. There's a time. And you need that time. And you need, you need to wait for that time. Sometimes you need to wait for the time. When you are doing something, it's not, it's not time. We can tell that it's not, it's not time. You are forcing it. You are forcing it. Sometimes you can say you are forcing too much. You are trying too hard. 
and you are not comfortable with what you are doing. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Okay, put your hands up. How many of you have? How many of you have, have tried something that you know you shouldn't have been trying? You, should have, you were pushing. I mean, you were pushing. I mean, you were you were forcing. Yes. You were really forcing. Faith is in step with God's seasons and God's time. There's nothing, there's nothing like I've been left behind when you are with, in faith. That is when you are with faith. There's nothing like I've been left behind. There's nothing like things are changing because your season is coming. Yes, your, your beautiful season is coming. You know, you know that what the Bible says? The Bible says that in his time, he makes all things beautiful. Wait for the beautiful hour of God. Wait for that beautiful hour. Wait for that beautiful hour. Yes. He has made everything beautiful in his time. In his time, he has made everything beautiful. You see, when you go ahead of yourself, that's when, that's when you enter into all sorts of problems. That's when you create all sorts, all sorts of problems. When you are supposed to be preparing for your exams, you are having sex. There's a time to have sex. Or what example do you want me to use? Okay, okay. Okay, I know, I know the example you want. Well, you are, you are, you are, you are 24 and you're, you're, already, you're already saying that you are retiring from work. Because you are eager to retire. You, you like that one. You are supposed to be studying for exams. And then you, you are you. Yeah, you are doing other things. Things that things. Sit down. Sit down. Things that if you wait, if you wait for the right person at the right time to put the wedding band on your finger and to call you his wife, you would do it with ease and freedom and liberty. Yes. But here you are. Here you are in a hurry to do things. In a hurry to take things that are not yours. It's called stealing. Yes. Now you are in church. You speak in tongues. You pay tithe. You pay offering by a thief. Because you can't wait for his time where he will make all things beautiful. And you can't wait because you don't have faith. You don't believe because he that believeth shall not make haste. He that believeth. He that believeth shall not make haste. He that believeth is not in a hurry. He that believeth. He that believeth. Yes. He that believeth. Is this someone had a vision? Someone had a vision and saw Jesus in the vision. He said that in, in the vision, he noticed, he noticed the majestic nature in which he walks. That he is not in a hurry. Wow. And he is not slow. Wow. But he is on time. Wow. He moves steadily. Steadily. He, he, said, when, he said, when you see me, he's not in a hurry. He's not in a hurry. Can you, do you know that when you see someone, someone, you can ask the person, why are you, going, why are you in a hurry to? Oh, why are you so chilled? You hardly ever see people walking 
purposefully. Purposeful. That it's like I am not in a hurry, but I'm also not lazing around. I am doing something. And I'm doing what I have to do at the right time. That is he that believeth. He that believeth. That's the make haste. You won't be proposing to guys. You won't be inviting guys to come to you. Because you believe. And what do you believe in? You believe that in his time, he makes all things beautiful. God will perfect all that concerns you. He will make everything that concerns you beautiful. God will really sort you out. Ministry, you want to believe God has called you to the ministry in his time. In his time. In his time. He will make everything beautiful. Just walk and do what you have to do now. What you have to do now, do what you have to do now. Because for everything in life, eh, there's a phase of preparation. Yes. Maybe God is preparing you for something big. Don't, Don't start announcing yourself. Jesus didn't announce himself. Jesus waited for John the Baptist to introduce him to the world. Said, this, this, this is the lamp of God. So you see people, they are announcing themselves. They are breaking away, pushing themselves out, creating all sorts of things for themselves. Hmm. And you see, do you know the sign? Do you know the sign that because you know you know it you know it when you've gone ahead of yourself, you know it when you've gone out of the will of God, you know it when you are doing something. Like, this one I'm doing is not of God. You know it because you don't have peace about it. Wow. Yes, yes. And the cardinal sign is that you start hiding. Wow. Yes, things that things that everybody talks about boldly, proudly. Yes. I mean proudly. I mean, who gets a beloved and hides a beloved? Hides a beloved? Who? Everybody parade. Everybody parades. Their, they, they parade their beloved around. Is that? Is that? Have, have you met us? You should meet us. But when you are hiding yours, we don't know where you are. He that believeth moves. Steadily, steadily, steadily moves. There's no rush. There's no hurry. Not in a hurry for anything. In his time, he'll make all things beautiful. In his time, I'm waiting for his time. I'm waiting for his time. I'm pacing myself for his time. I don't need to rush it. I don't need to jump the gun. I don't need to, I don't need to force. I don't need to force. How many of you realize that you know it when you are forcing? Yes. Yes. When you are manipulating and you are creating, you know that though, this one, I'm, tr- I'm trying a little bit too hard. Uh, yes. You know it, isn't it? Yeah. You know it when you are trying hard. You know it. You know it. Yes. You know it when you are trying to take something that is not yours. Yes. It has not been given to you, but you are, try- you are using your might and your power and your strength to take it. He that believeth. It's not in a hurry. The scripture says, He that believeth shall not make haste. Shall not make haste. May you never be seen ahead of yourself. Yes, may you never be seen ahead of yourself. The evil of being slow 
is the same as the evil of being too fast. Yes. May you not be seen ahead of yourself. Yes. Because when you, when you move too fast, you get a lot of accidents and a lot of problems. Yes. You are there. You are with me. Yes. It's going ahead of yourself that puts people in debt. Yes. Because you, you are buying things you can't afford. You are living a lifestyle you are not ready for. You can't afford it. That's, that's, that's what put people deep, deep in debts. Deep in problems. Debts they can't pay. Debts they can't pay. Because you are, you are going, you are, you are living beyond your means. Yes. There's a life you can have. That's called a debt-free life. Yes. And move according to the pace that God is providing and God is supplying. Yes. And also there's a, there's a life that I really want this. I really want to have this. I re- even, even the kettle in your house is not, is not paid for. Even the kettle. Yes. How can you have a kettle that is not paid for? Wait for the, if you can't afford a kettle, wait for the season that you can afford a kettle and buy a kettle. You can buy a red one, you can buy a white one, you can buy a black one. When you are ready, just buy what you want. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Merci. He that believeth shall not make haste. I think I've given you four, isn't it? I came to give you three, but you forced me to give you four. So, God bless you all. And... May you trigger supernatural things in your life. Stand to your feet and let's close off. All your friends are getting some things you don't have. Don't give in to that pressure. Tell yourself in his time he'll make all things beautiful. They should take, they should move on. No problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. Akuna Matata. <laughs> yes, no problem. They should have, they should have, they should go. Yes. And quote to them, the race is not for the swift. Yes, the race is not for the swift. They should move on. Because I believe I will not be in a hurry. I will not be under pressure. I'll not be under pressure to get what you have because, because you've got one. I should also get one. No, no. You have a reason why you've got yourself this thing. I don't have a reason. I don't need one. Yeah. I don't need it. I'm not taking it. Yeah. Yes. I have exams to write, not this project. Yes. I have things to do, not this one. I'm not adding myself to your, to your complex life. Faith is not in a hurry. Close your eyes and pray for yourself for a little while. Just pray for yourself. Just talk to God. For his mercies and for his help. And for strength. Strength to believe. Strength. Strength to believe. Strength to hear from him. Strength to receive direction from him. Strength. Strength to believe.
Strength to believe. Strength to believe that in his time, he will make all things beautiful. In his time, he will make all things beautiful. In his time, he will make all things beautiful. Don't destroy your life before the time. Don't destroy your life before the season. There's a purpose. There's a season for every purpose and for everything. Don't destroy your life before that season and before that time. Don't destroy yourself. Don't destroy your relationship with God. Ah, pray. Pray that when the time comes and the season comes, He will make all things beautiful. 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 All things shall be made beautiful for you. Pray for yourself. Pray. We are just praying for a short while. So pray for yourself. God will hear you as you pray. God will hear you and answer your prayer. He will preserve you. He will preserve you. He will bless you. He will keep you. The keeper of Israel shall keep us. Shall keep us. Shall keep us. Makama shandala bakiba kabatasai. Masom dili bikaba rama shiba talaba kabasaya. Madei talan dili bisham dili bikanda lava sanda yaba. Us, Lord, strengthen us, Lord, strengthen us, Lord, strengthen us, Lord, give us patience, give us patience, give us an eye and an ear to hear from you, oh God, give us patience, oh God, patience, oh God, patience, oh God, Malamato Shatalaba Diva Kapata Satire, Halabado Labashina Lava Diva Kapasatana Batista. In your time, in your time, in your time, beautify our lives, bless our lives, glorify yourselves in us, glorify yourselves in us, glorify yourselves in us, save us from going ahead of ourselves, save us from being impatient. Save us, O God, from being driven by pressures of this life and pressures of this world. Save us, O God. Save us, O God. Thank you, Father. Father, I thank you. And I bless your name. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for even the opportunity to be in church today, Lord. To hear your word. To receive your encouragement. To receive assurance to receive direction in our lives lord thank you we say thank you thank you thank you father thank you father we say thank you thank you lord thank you lord lord i thank you 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 lord i bless your name lord i thank you for today I thank you for everything that you have made possible today. Thank you for impossible things that you have changed in our lives. Thank you for barriers that have been broken down, oh God. For a safe and a blessed passage to be created for your children. Thank you for promotion. Thank you for advancing, Lord. That your people shall make progress. Great progress. Great progress in this life, Lord. By faith. By faith, they are advancing. They are advancing. They are moving on. They are marching on. They are marching on. 
they are no longer where they used to be they are marching on they are going forward going forward going forward by your spirit and by your name thank you lord thank you for that blessing thank you for that beautiful blessing thank you for your abundant grace lord that is rich towards us i give you thanks oh god in the mighty name of jesus still in prayer still in prayer i want to pray for you i want to pray specially for you if you could kindly bow your heads and close your eyes with me i want to pray for you specially i want to say a special prayer for you you are here somebody invited you to church or you've been going to church or you used to go to church but deep in your heart you know you know it that you don't have any relationship with god you don't know jesus as your lord and savior and today you want to say today is my day this is my time i want to give my life to jesus pastor please pray with me i want to give my life to jesus today if you're here like that while every eye is closed and every head is bowed you want to say pastor please pray with me i want to give my life to jesus just lift up your right hand wherever you are standing and i'll pray with you wherever you are standing just your right hand pastor pray with me i want to give my life to jesus your right hand lift up high so i can see you high high above your head god bless you i can see your hand there today is my day i want to give my life to jesus today i want god in my life keep it up god bless you i can see your hands i can see your hands you also want to join in i need jesus i need god in my life and in my heart don't harden your heart today don't say another time don't say no i don't care no we are talking about heaven or hell you are choosing heaven today you are choosing life over death just your right hand and i'll pray with you i'll pray with you god bless you god bless you i need jesus in my life i need jesus in my life god bless you i can see your hands now if you have your hand lifted up i want you to do one more thing i want you to come out of your seats come to the front i want to pray for you right here in the front wherever you are come come even if you didn't lift up your hands but you want to give your life to jesus come come and stand by your brother here come and join us in the front here come come to jesus come to jesus come and join us right here come to jesus come to jesus come from wherever you are you are welcome to jesus today you're welcome to jesus you are not sure of your salvation you are not sure of your relationship with god come to jesus today come to him come to him come to him what a blessing i'm waiting for you come to jesus i'm waiting for you come to jesus I'm waiting for you. Come for Jesus. Jesus is waiting for you. Come to him. 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 Come to him today. Thank you, Jesus. Bow your heads with me. Those of you in front, say this prayer with me. And church, help us as we say this prayer. Join us wherever you are. 
Let's all close our eyes. Let's bow our heads and let's say this prayer. Say it out loudly. Say with me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Now say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I surrender my life to you. I want to serve you. I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. Say thank you, Father, for accepting me and for making me a child of yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Father, bless them, establish them in your house and in your kingdom. Let them know peace they've never known before. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. Yes, clap for them as they go back to their seats. It's time for communion. Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary the blood that gives me strength from day to day it will never lose its supernatural experience of receiving the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus may there be an added blessing to our lives today the body of Christ eat all of it the blood of Jesus drink all of it stand to your feet and lift up your two hands and receive your blessings lift your hands for your blessing I see wisdom yes. entering you 
I see wisdom. When I say something that is you believe in, you say amen. I see the glory of God on your life. You are healed from your diseases. You are rescued from your mistakes. Satan's plans for your life have failed. In the name of Jesus, now receive the blessing of the Lord. Let the angel of the Lord arrive in your situation and help in your situation and fight in your situation and remember you. Now lift your two hands and say to the Lord, remember me, Lord, remember me. together as you take your seats. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.